This is a CJSR podcast. Volunteer powered. Listener supported. Campus and community. Radio. Podcast. Podcast. Radio. Radio and and podcast. podcast. (laughs) Ooh, how did you discover Pharaoh? We discovered Pharaoh from my cousin who told me that it was a cool place for hipster kids like me. Hi, I'm Sophia Young, and you're listening to Das Food Season 2 on CJSR FM 88.5. Welcome back! As you may already know, we specialize in telling food stories in Edmonton, Alberta, and we've produced a whole series of podcast episodes in the first season. We interview people in the food industry and normally focus on one specific topic, organization, or individual. But in this episode, we're trying something different. And it's like a more tricky way of storytelling. Since we're living in this extraordinary time, and as someone who also works in the food industry, I'm 100% sure things have changed in our food scene. Which kind of encouraged me to do some vibe check on my fellow community members. So here I present to you Sunday with Edmontonians with food where I go on streets and interview random Edmontonians who have something to do with food and check out how they're doing. Oh, and don't worry, I've been wearing a mask and kept perfect social distancing the whole time. My plan for today is just to walk along White Ave and see people who live in Darnall, Old Strathcona, and uh, probably Richie to see how they're coping with uh, the pandemic and how they're enjoying their Sundays. So, can I get your full names? I'm Chris Garrier. I'm Shalane Kerr. <laughs> Hello, how's your day so far? So good, how's yours? Pretty good. What are you doing to dad today? We're, we went for a walk across the bridge and we're here at meet for uh, a little food and drink. <laughs> Have you decided what you want to get today? No, well, cocktails, yes, seem to have no problem deciding. Food <laughs> might be a little more difficult. <laughs> have you been here before? I suppose, yes, yeah. So how often do you come here? You know what, honestly, this is probably our first time since uh, all the closures with COVID, so we're, we're pretty excited to actually be out and about today. <laughs> So can I get your full names, please? Tony Ricciopo and Matthew Ricciopo. And we are at Made by Marcus, which has a long lineup in front of here. So have you been here before? I haven't. I have. Ooh, and do you know which flavors you want to add today? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to go for something seasonal, but I think they should uh, stick to the basics. Something with chocolate on it. <laughs> How did you discover this place? Actually, that was my son. He's, he's just, we were just biking and he just brought us here for ice cream. So yeah, Brought him to the back alley for some ice cream. Uh, I think we came when it first opened, right? You know, we heard, uh, we, we've been to the places in uh, Calgary, like Village Ice Cream and all that, right? Kind of more artisan ice cream places and decided to stop here. And yeah, it's pretty good. It's, uh, you know, pretty happy with the choice. So always come down here. 
nice weather on a Sunday and enjoy a nice cone. So. Yeah. And what was the last time you come here? Oh, uh, probably two, three weeks ago, I think. Three weeks ago, I came here, got a scoop, went back home. So, uh, e-bike, or sorry, uh, electric scooter. Electric scooter? Yeah. These are, these are pedal bikes, so at least we don't feel guilty. <laughs> you earn it. All right, that's all I have to ask for you. Thank you so much. Have a good Sunday. See ya. Yeah, hello, Michael. So how's your day so far? Pretty good. And I suppose your task is to sanitize the East Ruthers? Yeah, I work with Lime and we're sanitizing the handlebars on e-scooters during these times of pandemic. Yeah. So what did you have for lunch? For lunch today, I had some pita bread and hummus and I also had a peanut butter and jam sandwich. Two of my favorite foods. And how much tasks do you have today? How many tasks do I have today? Uh, well, the main task today is sanitizing scooters, and I got eight hours worth of that, so. And how many hours do you have done? About six. And what do you want to have for dinner? I've been eating lots of pasta lately, a lot of uh, chopped up onions, uh, blue oyster mushrooms, tomato sauce, uh, turmeric, garlic. That's some balanced meal. All right, I guess that's all my questions. And our podcast is called That's Food. So you may want to hear your voice on it. Very cool. That sounds good. Have a good day. Thank you, you too. Thank you so much. So can you tell me your full names? Uh, Leslie Irwin. Lindsay McKenzie. Yeah, I've uh, from other friends who live in the city. Oh. Yeah, who live nearby and they like it. And you've been here before too, haven't you? I have, yes. Yeah, there you go. So what's your dating today? Do you know about that? No, not yet. Undecided. Undecided. <laughs> we just saw what they, they were eating, though. It looked really yummy. Yeah, the French toast. Yeah. <laughs> the French toast is really good here. Yeah, here as well. <laughs> Hope you have a good Sunday. Thank you. See ya. All right. So, can you tell me your name? I'm Josh. Hello, Josh. So, what you got here? I got an OG and a vegan sandwich from Pharaoh. Ooh, how did you discover Pharaoh? We discovered Pharaoh from my cousin who told me that it was a cool place for hipster kids like me. That sounds amazing. And do you come here often? Uh, only on special occasions for a treat. Oh, so you need a treat today? Yeah, we got some donuts and some cookie sandwiches. Wow, have a good Sunday. Yeah, thank, you. thank you so much. All right. So, can you your names, please? Sure. I'm Riley. I'm Evan. Nice to meet you. And I read her. You just have an ice cream. How was it? It was so good. We're we both got the vegan versions, and they were delicious. Yeah. I had the vegan as well, but I got the waffle cone to die for. Best waffle yeah. cone he's ever had. <laughs> and how long have you been waiting in the line? Um, I think it only took about ten minutes or so. Yeah, ten fifteen minutes. Yeah, wasn't too bad. Wasn't bad. And do you often go there? This is our first time. Yeah, we have family that lives in Ritchie, so we just came over and we saw that they were there, so we thought today's a great day to have it. Yeah. Hope you have a good Sunday. Thank you so much. I only got three questions to ask. So, Tandet, which one would you want to speak to me? Tandet, your name, please? John. 
Hello, John. How's your Sunday? So far, so good. Uh, I saw your dead bear. Yes. Is that why you come to Biera? Yes. And do you often come here? Uh, not that often, but we live in the area. So. What you getting today? Like food? Uh, just a couple appetizers today. Yeah. Hope you have a good Sunday. Thank you so much. So I'm with CJSR, and I'm doing a food podcast. It's called That's Food. And this episode is called Sunday with Edmontonians with Food, which apparently are you. Uh, my name is Paul. Sophie. And hi. How are you finding your ice cream? Amazing. We uh, went for a long run this morning, and this is our brunch, basically. So we've been looking forward to this for about six months because we haven't been, we're actually from out of town, but... Um, yeah, it's fantastic. It lives up to everything we imagined it was going to be. <laughs> so which flavors are those? Um, I got uh, cookies and cream and lemon curd blueberry. And both are amazing. Um, roasted strawberry buttermilk and whiskey hazelnut praline. But I have to say my strawberry, his lemon curd is better than my <laughs> strawberry. I want. All those flavors sounds really fancy. So how did you find this place? A uh, friend of ours who lives in town told us when they opened last last year, I think, and yeah, uh, probably some maybe an Instagram feed as well. We started following them, and they were like, "Okay, we got to hit that place up." And yeah, we love it. When we travel, we always go for ice cream wherever we can, especially like handmade, like local ice cream that's not just from a big dairy or whatever. So yeah, and uh, whenever yeah, whenever we have the chance, we come in and uh, try it out. Then the lineup wasn't too bad today. Sometimes it can be like half an hour it was about 15 minutes maybe so, yeah. yeah as someone who always jump into the line i have to say it is not bad at all no. all right that's all i have to ask thank you so much have a good sunday see ya no it's okay so can you get your full name please uh anna de corby hello anna how's your day so far it's going good so far what did you have for lunch? What did I have for lunch? I didn't have anything for lunch yet, so okay. still holding out till after work right now. But. And how was the work today? It was good. It's been a busy one because it's so nice out, but uh, yeah, everyone's excited to get ice cream, so it's been good. Yeah. What's your favorite ice cream? Uh, I would have to say the salted caramel, personally. It's got that like nice salty sweet balance to it. Um, yeah, can't really beat it. So. <laughs> yeah. And what you going to do after work? Um, I had a shift last night and this morning, so I'm just going to go home and relax, I think. Um, grab some food since I didn't have lunch, and then, yeah, nothing crazy. Yeah. How long have you been working in the uh, food industry? Um, so it's been about a year, I guess, um, but all ice cream, nothing else. So, uh, yeah, I have a lot of ice cream scooping experience. <laughs> cool. That's a lot of experience with ice cream. Thank you so much. This is the end of summer 2020. I remember the other day, one of my friends at work told us about how she would video two seconds every day from her summer life in the past few years. She said, I tried to do so for this summer, but I thought I'd just start whenever I'd actually do something, which I never did. I wake up every morning, I eat, I go to work, I take summer courses, and then I eat again, then I go to sleep. I said, if anything, you could totally label that tape as summer labor. There was no festival, 
no live music, no performances, and hopefully no party. And the Oilers didn't make it into playoff. Oh, that's harsh. But we're still living. I appreciate every single person who was brave and enthusiastic enough to share their lives in front of my microphone, and didn't run away from me in public. Well, I also truly understand those who did run away from me. Oh yeah, there were at least half of the people approached to refuse to be interviewed. I wonder why content producers never talked about that part. You could easily imagine how terrifying it would be for both the producer and the interviewee, right? This isn't the best time for interfield interviews. If I stare at anyone during the street tours, I never meant to do so, and I feel really sorry. At this point, it's important to keep in mind that we shouldn't take rejections personally. No matter how you find this whole experience, I hope you're doing fine and keeping safe. And if you're listening to this episode on a Sunday, I genuinely wish you have some good food with you on your dish. Today's snapback is about croissant. Did you know that the croissant is originally from Austria, but not France? The Tiefere. Okay, so that's a German word, and I don't speak German, and that was the best I can do. All right. The Tiefere, the ancestor of the croissant, stretches back to the 13th century of in Austria. The modern croissant saga began in 1683. When the invading Turks attempted to tunnel underneath the walls of Vienna during the Ottoman siege of the city, the modern croissant saga began in 1683. When the invading Turks attempted to tunnel underneath the walls of Vienna during the Ottoman siege of the city, fortunately, bakers working through the night heard the sounds of the Turks digging and alerted the city's defenders. King John III of Poland arrived in time. To defeat the Turks. Following the Ottoman defeat, according to some accounts, Austrian bakers wanted to celebrate their victory by creating a pastry that would symbolize the crescent moon that appears on the Turkish flag. The Tiefere, the German word for crescent, became that symbol. The Tiefere made its way to France in 1770, when Austrian-born Marie Antoinette was offered in marriage to the future French king. Marie Antoinette felt homesick when she arrived in France and missed Austrian cuisine. The royal bakers decided to make Tiffere in her honor, which they subsequently named Croissant. Slowly, the pastry became more famous and has started to spread throughout France. Today, you can still find a Tiffere croissant in Parisian bakeries, such as the famous Boulangerie at 69 Rue de la Fessonnerie. Seven five zero one six. And that's it for this episode of That's Food. Today's episode was produced by me, Sophia Young. Our music is by Dad Hoyer, 
You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and our website dustfood.transistor.fm. You can contact us at dustfood.cjsr.com. We are Dustfood CJSR on Facebook and Instagram. Dustfood is produced at CJSR in Edmonton on Treaty Six territory. But is it food? That's food. <laughs>